What's good, lads and ladies? Chance here, joined by Jennifer once again Hello. for the Polygons and Push-Ups podcast, episode two. Hey. So how have you been this week, Jennifer? Um, very busy. I think we've both been really busy <laughs> trying to, uh, it's like midnight and this is when we plan to start recording. <clears throat> yeah. Because we know that it's not going to work out during the day with work and school and homework and this and shows <laughs> we just we gotta watch tv yeah you know it's important so well we we watch tv <laughs> we haven't even watched tv i don't think for a while we watch tv while like we're doing other things like it's mm -hmm. in the background like while we're cooking or doing homework or something it's like a constant multitasking like challenge like yeah how many tasks can i do at once yeah there's nothing i don't think i've done like a one thing that i can just like focus on just like one at a time since, like, I started school, I think, since August. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just been, it's been awful. It's crazy. I feel like whenever you're doing homework, you're either watching Highway to Hell or Highway Through Hell or The Super. Mm -hmm. It's it's constant all the time. Yep. Well, for those of... who that was a little too loud. Well, for those of you who don't know, we are part of the Digital Lost Boys channel. We are the two founding members, I guess. Mm -hmm. You can find us on YouTube.com slash Digital Lost Boys. Um, you can find Jennifer at her, uh, on Twitter and on Instagram at JQROZZ and me on Twitter and Instagram at Dirty Double C. Just to get those little plugs out of the way at the beginning, I'm sure we'll do them again at the end. So to start things off, I kind of wanted to talk about something that we both love, Stranger Things. Yes. So for Halloween, we dressed up as I was 11, the the girl. So I have like a shaved head, usually, you know, like high and tight or whatever. And I dressed up as her, like in the nightgown and everything. And then you dressed up like the wall that the mom paints. Mm -hmm. And you killed it. <laughs> uh, it was totally made from scratch. We like made a Walmart trip for the last touches. Actually, that was my whole costume on that one trip. <laughs> Got some paint. I did the alphabet in red um, on the front of the shirt. And then I have a like Eno light like with a battery pack. So mm -hmm. we were able to strap those across the shirt. So I was the wall. And it came in really handy throughout the night because we went to a party and uh, it was actually the light outside. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. It was functional. Yeah. For those of you that don't know the Eno, Eno, mm -hmm. Eno light is pretty much a Christmas light that we take camping with us. Like the Christmas tree lights and they're fucking awesome. Yeah. So Eno's the brand. And then, yeah, they're very cool. Very cool little lights. We've used them to play beer pong while camping. <laughs> sets the mood it's really a luxury you don't need them but they are very cool to have yeah <laughs> always get compliments so well you're kind of like the light bringer when we when we go camping like opie has this little collar light that we put on his collar so that way we, we always know where he's at because there's just this little bouncing light running around the campground <laughs> he's a black pug if you haven't seen them in the videos we've recorded. Yeah. Um, Black Pug, even in pictures in the light, it's hard to even get his features. So, I mean, he'd be gone. Yeah. Gone forever into the wild. Yeah. If we just let him loose with no light. <laughs> <laughs> so it's safety. So anyway, back to Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. We get derailed pretty Coming quick. Right back. Uh, so, um, Eleven. Um, I forget the, the little girl that plays that plays 11 but she just got confirmed for season two which i think we all kind of like knew was gonna happen but they were teasing it for a long time mm -hmm. 
Just wanted to bring that up because Stranger Things season one was just so good. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was just the Goonies meets E.T. meets the Breakfast Club in all the best possible ways. Yeah. Wow. Um, I thought it was awesome. Um, I think, I don't know if I would have actually watched it until I heard, you know, like now everybody's like raging about it. I probably would have given it a try, but I think it was for you. If it wasn't for you, I don't think I would have like kept going into like the second or third episode because it's kind of a slow start where you're like, eh, it's kind of a weird setting and then. You start to pick up the characters, like, roles, and, like, it's just very mysterious and intriguing. But I have gotten that feedback from a lot of people, too, that, like, it's either they love it from the beginning or it's, like, they're about to quit watching it because it's just too weird, you know, or that's what throws them off, that it's, like, kind of like an 80s setting, and you know? And so either you love it or you don't, or you're like me, where I just kind of push through the first two, and and it's great. (laughs) And then you watch binge watch them all while you have a day off work, and then I have to catch up somehow. (laughs) Yeah, that was one of them. Yeah. Good series. Good series, good season. Yeah, definitely. Can't wait for season two. Hopefully that comes out again next summer. You know, I think the first season came out in June or July, and it came out at a perfect time just because I don't think we really had anything else to watch. Yeah, I think we're kind of on a plateau yeah. when that one came along. So we're back on on the series binges. <laughs> so moving on, I kind of wanted to introduce a little segment called like what we're going to, I don't know what it's going to be called, but it's more or less like what we're working on um, fitness wise, what we're going to focus on this week. And so I just kind of wanted to bring this forward as kind of a way to hold us accountable and kind of achieve goals a little bit better. Because that's one thing is I'm really good at setting goals Monday and Tuesday. And then by Friday, I'm like, fuck it. I just Sounds w- like the rest of America. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> so world. F- for me personally, I kind of want to focus more on shoulder growth. Like I don't have the biggest shoulders. I'm, you know, pretty slenderly built. And so that's one thing that I've always tried to attain is bigger shoulders. So I'm trying to focus like tomorrow is my shoulder day. Tomorrow's Thursday. So the day that this probably will come out. And I just, I'm really trying to hit it hard come tomorrow and then also trying to touch them up again or revisit the old shoulder boulders on back day and get a second working in. And then, I mean, diet has always been my biggest problem, just like with everybody. And so that's one thing living with you. I've been eating so much better. (laughs) I may not eat as much as I usually do, but it's all like healthy. So what about yourself? You got anything you're trying to work on? Yeah, I feel like I have so many things. <laughs> like, how do I even pinpoint? Um, I'm trying. I'm gonna try to, like we talked about, holding ourselves accountable with this, and trying to break it down to one one thing per week. Because I feel mm-hmm. like I have so many goals that I don't do any of them. <laughs> just mm-hmm. like when you have all these things to do, but you just take a nap instead. Um, <laughs> I think that I want to focus on doing, um, especially since I'm just getting back into back into the game. Um, been just a really really busy time so <laughs> i want to get back in i was really it used to be very very disciplined with my food um i actually am proud of myself today i wanted to go get anything but my healthy food <laughs> um but i really want to focus on getting my my food back on track because i i've i like to follow my macros that's my that's what works best for me i've tried a lot of different diets and this is one that i can like commit to as a lifestyle i think for long term and so I want to um, just focus on hitting my numbers every day again 
And I think it's awesome because I don't have to like really, it's not a diet. I don't have to like cut things out. I just have to remember to like portion them out again. So I think that's a good start as far as food for me. And um, as far as like working out, I want to start doing, because I'm trying to get back down to the weight that I was at mm -hmm. <laughs> or just feeling tighter overall. I don't really keep track of weight. So it just doesn't really mean a whole lot to me anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just want to do my cardio. Um, I like to, when I want to lean out, do cardio probably five times a week until I get down. And then I, it's maybe once or twice a week. Cause I like to do hit hit training. So it's, I don't need as much of it. Yeah. Not just hit training, but hit training on the fucking <laughs> stairmaster. God Steroids. damn. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to die, I like to make it worth it, you know, <laughs> <laughs> worth it and quick. So quick death and I'm out of there and into the shower. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hit cardio and I would like to, um, do plyos as part of my cardio some days because that I've never been good at. Um, and I think that will help me with my problem area. That's my legs that I feel like has always been huge. I can never like thin them down to the size that I, is ideal for me. So I think plyos and cardio. Yeah, but you got that booty. <laughs> I'm brown. It comes with the territory. <laughs> but now it's time to, uh, I think I want to trim down my, <laughs> my thighs. You know, yeah, and yeah. then that's only going to accentuate the booty more. Yeah, so. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm just. <laughs> it's a win-win. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Well, I've noticed that you've definitely, I mean, you've been really hitting it hard this week, um, you know, yesterday and today, especially, I feel like, mm -hmm. you know, you're really good about diet today. I've noticed because I was talking about how I just wanted to go get some food and you're like, man, Taco Bell sounds oh, real good. I was on the line there. I was about to go get in the car and just go. Um, yeah, that was, that was a hard moment for me. I overcame that small victories. Yeah, I came and sat by me as I'm staring at my protein shake that I did not want to drink. I'm just, I'm very taste, like, sensitive. And so, have well, the hardest time. We both are kind of, yeah. yeah. After so long, I feel like it just gave me, it's hard on the taste buds. Yeah. But, just you came and sat by me <laughs> and guiltily wanted to go get food. Yeah. But I'm glad you couldn't decide on a place to go to or I think we would have just gone out and got something. So. Well, that's kind of what it boiled Good. down to is I was yeah. like, oh, I don't really know what I want. And then we started watching, like, like I started watching a couple podcasts on, like, the TV out in the living room while we were, like, you were cooking dinner. And it ultimately just turned into, oh, it's 1050, Taco Bell's closing, I guess I can't go anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we kind of got shut off, but... It was, it was for the better good, yeah, you know? Yeah. My late, good. My, yeah, the greater good. <laughs> better good. <laughs> um, but my, yeah, that was good. That was good. <laughs> my laziness paid off. <laughs> yes. Yep, it did. So kind of switching gears a little bit. Um, Kind of, I guess, let's start out with the Macintosh news, if that's oh. okay. Mm -hmm. Or would you rather talk about SAG after first? Whatever you'd like, surprise me. Um, all right, well, let's stick <laughs> with Macintosh. So Mac just revealed the new MacBook Pro mm -hmm. and you hadn't heard anything about this until I brought it to your attention after work. I didn't know details. I had heard and kind of seen like the beginning where they're just like, but it's really the big promo. I think is just highlighting the the whole new touch, yeah, you know, yeah. slide bar thing they have. But that's really all I've seen. I hadn't seen like what it looks like or anything besides that. So I don't know what the, the ports are called. It's like a proprietary USB port. I don't know if it's USB like mini or something, but they pretty much got rid of all of the ports on either side and re replaced them with two ports on both sides. And like there's no lightning port. They have an auxiliary port, which I thought that they were dropping because they were courageous 
That's why they did it with the iPhone 7. But more or less, like, you can't, out of the box, if you bought an iPhone 7 and you bought a new, I don't know if this is 2016 or 2017's model, I really don't pay attention to that much. Like, the, the computer side is more, like, techie, like, video game shit. Um, anyway, so out of the box with the 2017 model, I'm going to call it, you cannot charge your phone from your laptop with the cables provided, nor can you listen to audio with the headphones provided with the iPhone 7 on the MacBook Pro, which is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that's kind of shitty. It's just not, they're like not compatible with each other anymore within the same brand. So it's like for all of us that are just straight Apple users, like I am a loyal customer. Well, <laughs> not sure anymore, you know? Yeah, like, well, it's, we, like, I've been using Apple since I was probably like in the fifth grade. You've been, like, you, we have like Apple products riddled throughout the house. Like, you've been using them probably almost just as long, if not longer. And so you just got a new MacBook, what, two years ago? Year no, and a half was, ago? Yeah, like a year ago. Not sure. Between a year and a year and a half ago. Yeah. So you got one of like the last good ones, I'm, I'm assuming. I, I feel like, yeah. So my MacBook that we're recording this on right now is uh, four and a half years old, five years old. And so I'm definitely in the market for a new laptop. And then seeing all this shit come out about it, like, has not made me want to go buy another Apple laptop. Yeah, true. I don't know. Like we were talking about earlier, um, I mean, this is a good example with your computer that you have now. I mean, you know, they get so old, but I feel like they lose a very small amount of speed. I mean, they kind of get outdated as far mm-hmm. as, like, updates and apps and things like that. But I think they're, I mean, it's... Like, worth your money. You yeah, because they last mean, so long. And you can, like... I mean, I beat mine up. Like, mine goes through some shit. Like, yeah. And it's just, like, the daily... I just have a lot of things going on on there. And so, um, I've had, like, other, you know, PCs. And they just don't perform for me. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do for my <laughs> next purchase once mine's done. But, yeah. I mean, I hope they don't keep making it. I mean, it's going to disappear eventually if they keep making it thinner and thinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just going to evaporate, yeah. evaporate. I keep saying yeah. that word wrong, however you say that word. Well, it's like I was really going back and forth on whether or not to build us like a nice gaming PC that I can also use for editing or just getting another MacBook and kind of making it work with recording gameplay and stuff. But they've kind of pigeonholed us or pigeonholed me at least into like, well, the obvious choice now is building a PC mm-hmm. because if I'm going to have to buy a f- like four... Let's even say like they're twenty dollars, like on the low end. I really don't even think they'll be that cheap. If I have to buy four of those fucking dongles just to use my laptop and to record shit and all that stuff, like that is not worth it. Like in my opinion, anyway. Yeah. Just like I am a dyed in the blue Apple fan, but like honestly, after this, like I've been looking at the Google Pixel as a new phone instead of the the iPhone Seven. Wow. Like I okay. am pissed. Really committing to it. Yeah. Like <laughs> okay. I just don't know why they have to make it so thin, and they have to yeah. like. Yeah, it's it's kind of annoying that they're doing the they're going more for like the aesthetic appeal instead of like the functionality, and I think that's that's dumb. I mean, we use computers as like our biggest tool. You know, it's our sidekick, and it does more than we can do, and so I think that's kind of annoying that they're restricting it, and. That sucks because all the Android PC users, you know, that are the rivals already. Like, this is a huge, like, another wind for them to freak out about how uncustomizable, like, Macs are. Yeah. Apple is. 
And it just, I'm just, I'm already sick of hearing like, these can do so much more. You can yeah, like download yeah. all these widgets on the phones and stuff. And that really just like restricted it a lot. <laughs> well, not just that. It's like everything is so proprietary now. And like, they are really doubling down on, I feel like, you know, they've been selling themselves as a lifestyle brand for a couple of years now. And I feel like, you know, not to be that dude, but since Steve Jobs passed, I really feel like they've kind of faltered and lost their way. It's funny that you say that because I've actually thought of, I don't think it was a meme, but I've seen a lot of posts of like how it's just going downhill and it's eventually going to just go out without his ideas and ingenuity and stuff. You know, they just don't, they're not going the right way. I definitely I agree. Think, you know, yeah, with the new stuff. So, yeah, I think that's, they're walking a fine line right now. They're... I mean, I think they've lost a whole lot of people with this change already, and so... Well, they same. they lost a whole bunch of clientele or just consumers mm -hmm. in general from the Oxcord incident, yeah. which I actually didn't mind. Like, I, didn't, I don't have a problem with that. Like, my car is Bluetooth, my headphones are Bluetooth, so, you know, it's a push to, in, you know, to invent and to create new things for the future, but, I mean, I think now they went too far. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Too far, one. too far. Too far, bro. Too far. <laughs> um... So, do you see yourself, if they don't write this ship, do you see yourself buying another Mac laptop, another MacBook Pro, or would you, because I'm looking at a Surface Pro if I'm going to buy another laptop, mm -hmm. would you also look at Surface Pros, or are you kind of, I mean, obviously you have a little bit before, I mean, you have a little bit longer than I do to kind of, you know, nurture before this, dies. yeah, nurture this. <laughs> thing of beauty that is no longer being created the last of the good ones. <laughs> yeah no kidding um do you think that like when you it's time if they haven't righted the ship and they just keep down this this road where you have to buy all just apple shit if you're going to use one apple thing do you think you'll still buy a macbook pro or do you think you would look at other options like i am um i think it'd be really hard to let go yeah <laughs> but honestly if they're gonna keep on this route, which I don't really see changing unless they have somebody come in, you know, just completely take over and man the shit. Um, I think that it wouldn't be worth it anymore because they're just going to keep working on the outside, I feel like, and not worry about, you know, improving, like, the, the actual, like, the processors and the speeds and, like, what programs are going to put on it. You know, just the improvements make it better internally with what we actually use as a computer like the um, usability yeah um so if they don't i mean if they're not really touching on that still if it's basically the same you know the same system the ios is the same no <laughs> just like not very big changes besides like bug fi fixes I, I don't really see it being worth because i'm sure it's going to be higher and higher prices too so i don't see it being worth that if all they're going to do is just update the outside you know making it thinner cooler colors or whatever yeah um so i think it just depends on where we're at then but i would probably be open to looking at other options i think i'd probably just based on my experience with pcs i'd have to go with like a higher end one which i would kind of hate to do if it's not an apple product yeah yeah totally feel <laughs> but on that yeah but i i mean definitely yeah i'm always open to learning new things new systems i don't know how you feel but just like looking at the price of the surface pro and i believe austin got his for twenty three hundred dollars but i mean it is quite a bit more powerful than you know actually i don't know i believe it's quite a bit more powerful than the macbook pro but i could be definitely wrong i think when it's stocked it is 
but just like when he said how much he spent for it and the fact that it wasn't an apple product i was like damn that's a lot of money yeah. for a pc mm-hmm. god i think we're just kind of used to the price points you know apple's always been higher end product or i mean not higher end just but it feels like price. it's a higher end yeah. product yeah mm-hmm. and i feel like they've just kind of established themselves there so we're kind of okay with that <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. so we're like used to that yeah and pc is normally well under so it's kind of weird to see that yeah. or hear that thrown out there for a pc so moving on to the sag after strike um i kind of briefed you on what was going on on the way up to somewhere i think it was up to the halloween party we went on friday mm-hmm. kind of about what's going on with sag after and how their the strike is going on with voice actors and everything and i've already talked about it in one of the blogs i did earlier this week but I just kind of wanted to get your take on it um, kind of as a somebody, you know, as a casual consumer and not somebody that like know, like knows these voice actors like I do. Like you, you're playing a game and like I can tell like, oh, that's Troy Baker or oh, that's Laura Bailey or oh, that's Travis Willingham. Like what do you make of it? These voice actors kind of making all these demands when the demands of the people actually making the game aren't being met. Um. I, hmm. <laughs> it kind of, it seems like politics, yeah. uh, the <laughs> issue where it's kind of like a, it's going to end up being kind of like a gridlock where it's just so hard, uh, where they're, <clears throat> and it's totally understandable. Like I totally get, you know, it's not fair that they don't have some sort of like salary base or something to not be completely, you know, they don't make anything in between jobs and stuff. So I think that's totally fair because we all have, I mean, mortgage or rent. There's some, you live somewhere, you know, you have to pay for something and like you got to eat, you know, so we, we all have our bills and things. So I think it's fair that they're asking for some sort of setup to help them with that. But like you mentioned, it's it's the developers and, you know, everybody else that works like behind the scenes, I feel like you work for years and years and i mean the the audio people maybe they're too from you know close to the beginning if mm-hmm. they're you know filming or recording from the start but like by audio like, people you mean like voice actors right yes okay. <laughs> the audio people <laughs> um this is how an outsider thinks of them yeah. <laughs> the visuals i i have right now um i feel like they i mean i don't want to say do more because i feel like that's the wrong set no they do i mean if you yeah i mean because i don't know i don't know what their you know the responsibilities are as like the audio people yeah i can't can't remember what their correct terminology is um so i just feel like just knowing a little bit about how like because i'm super into computers i'm just back of my mind i that's all i can think of is like what next on there i love fixing things and Mm -hmm. stuff you know um but so just thinking of that and how tedious it is even to like edit a video or edit Mm. like this audio and things it's like so much work to go through and i mean that's so much more intense that i think that they may deserve even a little bit more i mean i think it would be maybe a good option to keep to put them like on the same system once they figure it out but i think that's what's the hardest part is figuring out what's gonna work for both sides so none of them feel like they're like getting ripped off you know or one like it's not fair one's making more or the same when they don't really deserve it i don't know which one that is i don't want to say you know because i don't know and i hate when people don't uh give me the credit for my job you know yeah yeah. and so i don't want to do that to anybody but um 
I think that's gonna be like the gridlock of like figuring out and I think it's gonna take a lot of time but I don't really see it being resolved hopefully it does get resolved soon but I don't see it being resolved for a while trying to figure out that that good grounds where it doesn't yeah piss people more off than what they already are you know trying to well the thing that I think is gonna affect change at least for the voice actors is the fact that like for me anyway the four most important important voice actors being at least in my mind, I mean, you don't have to share the same opinion. Travis Willingham, Troy Baker, Laura Bailey, and Nolan North are all part of SAG After, and they're all striking. Granted, some of the games they're working on right now have been sanctioned by SAG After to keep working on, but the fact that those four in particular are part of the strike and are in such high demand and they are so recognizable and they're almost celebrities at this point, I think will affect change. The only th- thing that I'm worried about is getting a spokesperson or getting a group of people on the development side to unionize and kind of get rights back for them because you know I I mean so they're video ga- like the video game stars right like they're movie stars but for video games so obviously when they say something a lot of people are going to pay attention because they are celebrities yeah and besides like Nicole Tan getting shouted out by Game Over Greggy during the video game awards last year Really, there's no, like, developers or, like, single celebrities. I mean, I guess I, I take that back. Like, you know, like Hideo Kojima, the guy that made Metal Gear Solid Five, that game I was playing when you came and visited me in Hawaii. Like, I felt like he could affect some sort of change. Or, you know, there are certain people, like if, Rocks, like if some leads at Rockstar decided to do that or some leads at Bethesda decided to do that, I definitely feel like it would happen. But... I don't know. I just feel like they kind of need to like get their shit together and really be like, all right, this shit's been going on long enough. We haven't been able to see our families long enough during crunch. Like I, I agree with you. Like the change I don't see happening very quickly, but I would like to see change. And honestly, I think the price point of video games needs to go a little bit higher Mm -hmm. to compensate because video games have never been cheaper. Like, I don't know if you know this, like video games used to be like $120 Mm -hmm. a piece at least. Yeah. I feel like they, I mean, I haven't, I mean, I I don't think I've actually ever bought a video game myself <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, it's always been like friends having them or you have them or whatever. Or like gifts but, for Christmas when yeah, you got your 360. Yeah. 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 So I haven't actually like shopped for them or even like been in the same aisle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I haven't, I mean, but I always assumed that they were, I mean, depending on the game, you know, they were like, could go up and down. But like, I thought they were way higher than what they are. Yeah. Like, I remember, I think... I had seen, I think the impression I got was from seeing like an old Call of Duty was like, I think like 40, 60 bucks or something. It's and 60, so, yeah, yeah. And so, but I thought that was like super cheap, but like, I feel like they're all kind of in that area and that's mm-hmm. like for an old one, you know? And I think it's crazy that the, the newer ones are being released at that price. So I do yeah. agree. And they're definitely, I think, going to have to do that because otherwise, where are they going to pull the money from? You yeah, know? yeah. Not from our social security anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah they get no government handouts. Man, sad. Yeah, so the price point of $60, I think, has been kind of set actually with Call of Duty 4, if I'm not mistaken. That kind of set the price point at $60. And, I mean, that's at least been seven years, seven. It's to, been a long time. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to say like, mm-hmm. $60 has been about a 10-year thing, just, yeah. just to round it out <laughs> yeah. to a nice number. So, honestly, like for the games like The Witcher or League of Legends or um, even Final Fantasy 15, these games that you can literally pour hundreds of hours in, I mean, you can attest to it. Like, I played The Witcher a fuck ton. 
Um, yeah, that's really that's like the only one I know because that's all you yeah, talk about yeah. lately or for a while. It's been yeah. a while, so yeah. And I think that it, like that should be like kind of what they base it off of, you know, like what. I mean, I think because they test, they should test them out. Do they test them out? I don't know. I so there, there are game <laughs> testers when they're going through certification. But so what you're getting at is kind of like the hours of enjoyment or the hours playable. Like usage, yeah, yeah, playable time, like just kind of an average, you know, and then going based off of that. Like, because I mean, I think like that, The Witcher, where you're playing hundreds of hours, you know, like that's that should be worth a lot more. Like yeah. you're going to invest a lot of your time whether it's good or not. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's another story. Well, I mean, that's why you wait for reviews and you don't pre-order. That's a whole nother yeah. can of worms that yeah. actually got spilt this week, too. Yeah. Um, but I think it definitely should be based on that. Because, I mean, there's some that's like, we well, play one time and then you're done. So I think yeah. those ones, I mean, it's fair to not be as expensive. But, I mean, if it's going to entertain you for that long, I think you should be willing to pay that much. I mean, I buy a tent for almost $200 because I know that's going to give me, you know... I don't even know, 20 plus trips, you know, without yeah. it like wearing and tearing on me. So I think it should be the same way. I mean, if it's a quality product, <clears throat> you should pay a little bit more yeah. for it is what you're getting. Same at. like with what we we're talking about with the Apple products. Like, yeah, we know that they I mean, right now, the ones that we we know of, like they last a long time. That's why I buy mine is because I know mm -hmm. it's going to last me through a lot. And it's I mean, it never slows down. So yeah. it's worth it to me to pay. I mean, like a grand more, you know, and I could get like a lower, you know, baseline just basic pc they're way cheaper um but i mean it's totally worth it to me to have a good product so well and that's i don't know if you know this but like do you remember that video game journey the dude like it was in it was all sandy and it's the guy with like in a in a robe and look like assassin's creed yeah yeah okay, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so that game was only like 20 dollars, but that game's that game lasts like three hours right mm -hmm. but for me like i definitely would have paid 60 dollars just because of the enjoyment out of it mm -hmm. that i got and so, I don't know. I definitely agree with you that there needs to be a more flexible price model. I don't think that $60 needs to be the cap anymore. Yeah. And, I mean, it's higher in other countries. Like, I think in Australia, it's closer to, like, 80 And I think in the same goes for Canada. I could be mistaken. I'm probably mistaken. But I know it's more expensive, definitely more expensive in Australia and Canada. And so, like, for a game like The Witcher or for a game, like, when I used to play Call of Duty, like, I mean, back when I played modern warfare 2 I, I couldn't afford it but i mean i got that that game for christmas and the amount of time i put into it that was easily a hundred dollar game to me the witcher was easily a hundred dollar game to me because i spent a asinine <laughs> amount of time playing it yeah and so i i definitely agree with you i just i don't know yeah. the, the world is unfair <laughs> and i would just like to see it be just a titch more fair to everybody right I feel like if we were just a little bit more courteous, everything would get a lot. Yeah. See, now now that you mentioned that, I mean, we think of, like, what if... Now, the next issue is the fact of not being able to afford it, you know? Because yeah. if people can't afford it also, I mean, you don't know... I mean, there's reviews, but you don't know really if you're going to buy a good, you know, a game mm -hmm. that you're going to like. So, as, like, a 12-year-old kid, you yeah. know, that you're living on allowances and doing tours making money... Um, you know, are they going to really still sell as much? I mean, is it really going to affect as much if the kids can't buy it? You know, yeah. if people that, you know, don't have the income to really be buying all the, yeah. you know, $120, $100. Like, I mean, it's a lot when you got bills to pay or when you're 13 yeah, and don't have a job. So, definitely what you're saying you know, so I wonder if that would affect it on the other side where it's like, yeah, the, the middle, you know, higher 
base audience can afford it and you know thinks it's reasonable and i mean it makes sense to me but for everybody else like is that gonna affect sales and then still kind of be in the same spot Mm -hmm. you know it's gonna average out to the same amount that they're making now so no fix there too so well i mean a lot of things to assess there so (laughs) one thing straight like video games are definitely a luxury item so i feel like if you're like hurting and you cannot like afford to pay rent you probably shouldn't be playing video games like right right now like i mean we got a like some stuff that we're taking care of like buying this equipment and stuff so there's been games that I've wanted to get this fall that mm-hmm. I just couldn't afford, like Titanfall 4 yeah. or Battlefield 1. Like, I just passed them up because it was something that I didn't need. And you have to adult sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know where I was yeah. taking that. But, well, like, yeah. you get kind of what I'm saying. Yeah, like, you kind of need to know when to mm-hmm. adult. And, like, I think it would wisen the consumer up. And actually, I haven't, ever, I haven't even brought this up to you. So, like, this is completely like foreign topic right so bethesda Sight swiping me. yeah okay, i see you so you know you know fallout right that game that i played last uh thanksgiving that took me like three days to get that one stupid trophy yes okay so and then do you know what skyrim is i've heard you talk about it but i don't, I don't think i've seen you play it. maybe i, have. I, I don't, I don't like skyrim i've never okay. I, you oh. have never seen me okay play no it. i've heard you talk about it i've heard it i've heard it come up but so yeah. bethesda makes both those games bethesda is a huge um you know, a huge video game developer. They, you know, make some really quality games that usually score at least tens. Well, they started this trend, like they made Doom, right? They published Doom. Do you remember that one? Mm-hmm. I don't think you. Nope. Uh, anyway, <laughs> like it's an old video game that they just like revamped this this last year. Um, they're no longer sending out review copies. They're only sending them out to like IGN and GameStop a day before release. So, um kind of all right so i'm gonna give you like i'm gonna kind of set you up for success here because i'm gonna kind of like explain my opinion with it as i explain it so they're not giving them to these review sites uh hold on are you saying your opinion is success i mean oh i feel like my opinion is a popular opinion (laughs) i mean i don't have very many original ideas so (laughs) Got to eight right, proceed. I just have to throw in. I gotta give them some shit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so they're no longer giving out review copies. So like, like websites no longer will have reviews up day one when the game comes out. So people that pre-order the game, um, it could be a shit awful game, and they have no way of knowing until they've played it for themselves because no like review sites have a review up, and it's kind of a worrisome trend because as gamers, we, I mean you know this just from my personal life like we hate to wait like we like to be the first one on the scene we like to be involved in the conversation when it's fresh is christmas for you guys yeah insane yeah so like how do you like to me it can only benefit the people making the game because it reviews can only hurt sales so like if a game does well theoretically it's going to sell just as well as if like there wasn't any reviews for it because people's interest will still be peaked at for it. But let's say like a very anticipated game gets reviewed poorly, like the mafia game that I was very excited to play. Right. They didn't send out review copies for that one, but I really wanted to play it. And I really thought the story was going to be great. Turns out it was a piece of shit. Like Mm -hmm. the gameplay was awful, but the story was fantastic. And because there wasn't any review copy sent out early, I didn't know that it was a crappy game until I had already played it and Marty Sleva had the review out three days after it was launched. Mm-hmm. So 
do you think that this is like a good trend? Do you think it's a bad trend? Do you think, I mean, because me personally, I think it's kind of shitty for Bethesda to do this since GameSpot and IGN and Kotaku and all these companies are giving them coverage, kind of giving their game exposure before release, getting people excited for it. And then they're not giving them the carrot at the end of the stick, which is an early copy to review so that their viewers can have an educated decision on whether or not they should buy the game. So for me personally, I think it's bullshit. So I will no longer be pre-ordering anything from Bethesda at all. Like I'm like I was re- really excited for another game that was coming out by them called Dishonored Two, but I may boycott it just to boycott what they've done to IGN and GameStop because Be that guy. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't agree with it, so I'm not yep. going to give them my dollar. Mm-hmm. So do you think that this is just media websites whose money and income come from these reviews kind of crying and being babies about it because it's going to affect their bottom line? Or do you think that it is these publishers and developers being greedy and not letting the the consumer have an informed opinion? That way, if the game's shit, they can still make some money off of it. Um, I think just let them suffer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I can see both sides. I kind of... I don't know. That's hard to pick a side because I see, I mean, obviously uh, the reviewers are going to want to, I mean, that's their business, yeah, doing yeah. That, you know, so they got to keep that going. And so eliminating like one of their, their branches sucks, you know, they're losing some games. Um, but then I think it sucks too on the, what's their name? The developer? Yeah. The, de- the, the people making the game. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the developer's <laughs> side. Because I mean... Like, just like you yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your opinions are successful, as you said earlier. <laughs> um, I mean, everyone's going to have obviously different opinions, but that that's kind of hard because you're writing it on the reviewer's opinions, you know? And yeah. I mean, that's it's a tough crowd because, I mean, if it's put out there negatively, I mean, there's going to be some games that people are going to miss and that are really good. I mean, and it was just, you know, to those certain ones that didn't like them, that reviewed them poorly. So I think that... It sucks as a developer because, I mean, you're relying, you're kind of working to please the reviewers, I feel like, more than the consumers. Yeah, in certain aspects, and, I definitely Yeah, agree. in some ways because, I mean, just like you, I mean, there's a ton of people that watch those for the same reason, don't want to spend the money, you know, in a mm. game that you don't know anything about, really. Um, so, I think that's kind of hard because they kind of have to tailor it to so many different people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many walks, so... Um, for me, the answer is simple. Don't fucking pre-order games yeah. until you have an informed decision. Like I think wait a week. Yeah. Grow up. <laughs> wait a week. I mean, Christmas morning's going to come anyways, so just wait a little bit, you know, wait till the reviews actually are out, and then go for it. I mean, yeah. you're still putting your money out there. It's worth it to save the 60 to to $100, you know, to just wait. Wait a week. Yeah. Give some time. Well, and then I don't know if you've heard me talk about it, but, like, the Mass Effect series, like, the the game that's set in outer space and it's kind of like Star Trek meets Star Wars is one of my favorite games, but because the last one that came out ending was not on par with what I wanted, I told myself I'm not going to pre-order the next one until I know for sure that it's a good game, Mm -hmm. right? And so this is my favorite series and I'm willing to do this. So like, and this is a game that I have played like all through high school and still into my adult life. Like I still dip into it every now and again. And so for me to be able to have that self-control and say, no, I'm going to wait and I'm going to wait until I don't know who's going to review it. Probably like Vince and Janito from IGN. I'm going to wait for Vince's opinion on this before I buy it. I don't know. I feel like 
I mean, if you want to pre-order a game and you want to give them their money and that's what's your risk you're willing to take, that's okay. But don't bitch about it when it's yeah. not fucking awesome mm-hmm. and you just jumped the gun too early. Yeah. I mean, like, nobody's holding a gun to your head. I think if I was... I was a gamer uh, on this on this issue. Um, what I would do is just find a good reviewer that has you know I mean as close as possible of taste as me in mm-hmm. games. And usually and, everybody. Has. I mean yeah, yeah yeah I mean you're not gonna watch something that completely doesn't relate to you but um, just wait for them to come out with a review. Just like you were saying, I just, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> yeah. some time uh pick up some other hobbies do something in between go outside get some <laughs> air you know do something different <laughs> <laughs> to kill some time get some dogs yeah or maybe <laughs> revisit that game that you haven't beat or you know mm-hmm. hug a loved one i don't know yep i'm sure everybody's moms would love a visit yeah definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah um was there anything else you wanted to talk about this week was there any other um i think that's some good coverage. I didn't know if you had anything you were dying to talk about. Any like, did you want to talk? I mean, I know it's like everybody's sick of hearing about it at this point. But did you want to talk politics at all, or did you want to talk touch on that at all? I know that's kind uh, of on the forefront of your mind because you have. Is it a political science class, or is it? Yeah, um, yeah, it's political science. Um, nothing to do with my career. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm not. Not going in that line, but I mean generals. But um, yeah, I'm having to do, of course, extra credit. Yeah. Uh, to make sure you know, pass my final. Okay, I got some some room there with doing these. But so what I have to do for them is watch all of the debates and do a review. So I'm I'm pretty kind of caught up on what's going on. Um, I don't know if I want to talk about it though. Now, now that I'm yeah. getting into it, yeah. I think it's been talked about a lot. I think it's the same opinions kind of thrown out over and over. Either yeah. you hate them or you don't. Yes. Yeah. I think that uh, everybody. I just want to make sure that everybody does their research because I mean, it may be a little worse than not voting at all. Everybody go vote. Yeah. Um, but it may be worse. To vote for people that you don't even know anything about, you know, an edu- and uneducated so, vote. Yeah, yeah. So many people will go in, and it's hard because I mean they do their advertising very well. They send, they spend a lot of money on their campaign. So, I mean, it's hard because if you see, I mean, driving by subconsciously, you'll see all the signs in the yards, you know. And then when you mm-hmm. go in that poll and don't recognize any names, you pick the one that stands out. But I think everybody, please. <laughs> Your research, I still haven't fully looked at uh, everybody on the ballot, but um, I want to. I want to do an educated vote. Yeah. I think this is our country. It's important. It's going to, you know, I mean, dictate where we go. So yeah. <laughs> if we go anywhere, if we die. <laughs> so. Um, and just to be clear on at least my opinion, and I think your view, you have the same opinion. Like, I understand if you vote for Trump. I understand your reasoning behind it. And I understand, like, what would make you want to vote for him and the attracting the what would make him more of an attractive candidate over Clinton. I also understand why you would vote for Clinton over Trump because Trump has said some pretty heinous things. And so no matter who you vote for, I just would also encourage you to vote. And if your side wins, I would please ask to win graciously because I can guarantee you that if Trump wins and y'all are assholes about it and then Trump fucking sucks Hillary's going to come back and then we're going to have to do this shit all over again or vice versa. 
I just would really encourage you to everybody to please be a little bit diplomatic. Please understand that your opinions are not shared by everybody and calling people idiots for voting for some, for somebody that they view as a lesser of two evils is not the way to go about it. Nobody really wants to be in this situation right now, especially mm-hmm. our generation. Yep. Like for me personally, I could not think of two worse fucking candidates. <laughs> like that's why I'm voting. Like it's down to either McMullen or Gary Johnson for me. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I really like Gary Johnson, but it's looking like McMullen has a better chance to stand up against Trump. So I might, I may vote for McMullen but I would also encourage you to do your research and just make an educated vote yeah. and to just vote, please. Yeah. This is our country. This yeah. is our future. Come on, millennials. We really, I mean, I'm sure everybody's heard it before, but we really can make a change. Um, remember there's third parties. Yeah. Everybody's, I mean, and I've heard it from so many people already. Everybody assumes that nobody's going to vote third party. And so we're going to vote for either Democratic or Republican. And that's not necessarily true. I mean, we have other options. And I think if we actually were educated and look into it that that could be a huge possibility it's just a matter of people getting on board you know yeah and not thinking that way because it's always going to be that way if we keep assuming that nobody else is going to do it so um there is third party and please don't ask people who they're voting for yeah (laughs) that's uh rude and uncomfortable and awkward and never leads to a good place so yeah yeah. I had somebody at work today just blatantly <laughs> ask me and a couple of my coworkers who we were voting for, and it was actually like pretty awkward because I mean I fucking hate Trump, but I also fucking hate Clinton. <laughs> so the whole conversation, I was like, "You're both fucking idiots!" Like, quit yelling at each other. You're not it's making any headway. I mean, yeah. you're never gonna change somebody's opinion, and when it comes to that, uh, so. especially with like negative words, yeah. you're not gonna, you're not gonna <laughs> like gonna make them hold their stance even more, yeah, even more defensively. So, yeah. And just let them be. Everyone has their own opinions. Either way, they're going to vote the way they're going to vote when they go into that that booth. So be nice to each other and just make sure to do your research. If you're, you know, if you're going to vote Trump, make sure you have your, your reasons for voting for him. It'd be the same with Clinton or any one of the other candidates. So just, just be confident in your vote, you know, do your, do your yeah. research. And just to back up your point, like the two party system is what got us here. Yeah. Like this is what got us in this mess. The two party system fucking failed us yet again and we let it. There the only cycle goes on. Yeah, the only way to effect effectively produce change is, you know, by casting my vote for Gary Johnson, I know that it's pretty much throwing away my vote. There's a slim like, you know, like there's a snowball's chance in hell that he's going to win, but I want to show like I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I think two-party system is not Mm -hmm. how things should be done anymore there's way more than two ways of thinking and so i'm going to cast my vote third party just to say like hey there are like i'm libertarian personally there are like libertarians and is it constitutionalists is that the other one there's other parties and i would also encourage you just to back up what jennifer said to do your research because you may think that you're a Republican, you may think that you're a Democrat, but realistically your views could be a completely different party that you had no idea existed. Because yeah. even you've made that kind of journey within yeah. the last year, right? That you're very conservative, very kind of yeah. a little bit on the Republican side is what I felt. I mean, I mean, you know, well, that's what like I was... kind of correlated with their views. Yeah. But, and now you've realized that you've got some other... I mean, there's so many different options as far as, you know, the... Well, I would have considered, so like, yeah, like I would have considered more. myself a Rockefeller Republican until the Republicans chose fucking Trump as their nominee, <laughs> and then I like, and now they're taking it back. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm late, too little, too late. Yeah, so, definitely. So. I I don't know. For those of you that don't know, libertarians are just 
pretty much people that want to be the left the fuck alone and everybody to stay out of their business and not take too much money in taxes. So Yeah. And then I would really love to see, I mean, who knows, maybe this is the year that finally, you know, like we step up and maybe a third party will be in there. I mean, yeah. just, you know, based on like, oh, this is like a miracle, I wish just because of who is, who our two top two candidates are, that people would just opt into not voting for them and do some, somebody else, you know, and so yeah. that would be awesome to, I mean, Honestly, I feel like I'm just so disappointed in the options of the top two that anybody else I feel like yeah would be better. <laughs> so I just wish everybody would just kind of step up and just do somebody else. I mean, you know, look at the other party options. Um, identify with who who really I mean who really hits the points that are important to you and not like what your parents are doing or yes. what you've always heard you know around you in the community like preach know. it sister so <laughs> i just think that that's the worst it's just that's why the cycles never end in so many different ways so many different things is because we just keep doing this generational voting tool too yeah. yeah and i think that we need to create our own opinions and our own beliefs and everything so that's just how we evolve so i think we should we should do it in politics too and um i think i had a good point well, while I'll vamp for a second just while you're doing that. Um, I cannot wait. If one of these two candidates win, I cannot wait for every time like a Generation X or like a baby boomer or something starts blaming millennials for their problems yeah. to point at this and be like, you're fucking generation yeah. little people that put these two people oh, in the office. They I don't are literally know. the ones creating the, the imbalance in yeah. social security and... Oh, man, just everything. Yeah. <laughs> you can blame us for our problems, but we weren't even fucking alive when Social Security started getting yeah. drained or an unemployment got drained. And and you know what? I We get so beat on. We've had yeah. these talks about how millennials, like, we can't do anything right. Yeah. Like, if it's, if we're not going to school, we're lazy and not going to school. If we're going to school, we're not working enough. Like, there's nothing that we can do. I mean, it feels like right because yeah. we're millennials. We just kind of got stuck in that kind of shitty where we've just been claimed as like a shitty generation. But I think that uh, we are more like the most educated generation so far. I mean, and the like least we, paid. Yeah. And um, I just hope that that once we get to their age, you know, that we will have made a change and it's like a very more much, very much more, uh, very different, more diverse world for yeah. us. So I just I'm hoping for the better and I'm hoping that people start to realize that we need to focus on like like the, our house reps. And like progress yeah. more than anything coming back to politics here. Yeah. Um, because I mean they represent what we're standing for as a state. It's it's hard, like especially in Utah, where it's very, very conservative. And yeah. I feel like we kind of stick out like sore thumbs with our views and stuff. But I mean, I think it's so important to be involved throughout everything, um, throughout you know, the year, not just on election year, because they're the ones in the end that are gonna vote. And I mean I'm getting like if they go up there and do Trump, like that's not who I'm waiting for. So that's not you know. I mean, try to get get involved so that you feel like your your words involved. You're gonna stay caught up, and then you'll make an educated vote. Yeah, you can't <laughs> when be. It comes around, yeah. You can't be properly represented represented if you're not willing to vote in the smaller elections, even if yeah. it's at a city council. Like, yeah. I feel like everybody just needs to get a little bit more involved. I mean, yeah, at least go. I mean, I went to the caucus. Yeah. this year and that was awesome like uh, i went to the democratic party 
one. Um, and that was like the, it's just so cool. It gets you pumped. Yeah. Um, you see, like you get to hear everybody's reasonings for being there and for voting for the different candidates within that party. And like, it's just so educational. And there was so many, they were shocked. We ran out of ballots. Um, they were shocked at how many like young people were there and that the line was in the school that where they chose to do it. Like in the school, wrapping around the hallways inside yeah. and clear out there. We were out all the way around the field. Like there were so many people. It was so cool to see. And it's so like motivating to see that people are involved. But I think we could do more, more and more. And one thing that I just want to prove, like how fucked up the situation is, like Utah has always been a Republican state. But like this is the first year in a long time where it's actually like could go either way. Yeah. Like it's always been a hard, hard Republican state. state. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's awesome. See, even there, it's like, we can make a change. You yeah, know? This is not all of everybody involved. So if we could get, you know, at least a third instead yeah. of like, you know, a fourth. I feel like if it was <laughs> involved. one like, like, I just have this last point and then yeah. I'll get off my horse. But I feel like if it was up to our generation, you know, like the the 20 to 35 year olds or whatever, I feel like it would have been between John Kasich, Gary Johnson and Bernie Sanders, yeah. which... I mean, those are all white males, and I don't necessarily think that we need another white male running this fucking country. I feel like, you know, the diversity is very good for our country, but that's those ideals. I feel like it's such a more interesting campaign and such a more interesting election if those three were involved instead of Donald fucking Trump and Hillary goddamn Clinton. Yeah, like, just two polar ends. It's just yeah. picking the better of evil yeah i definitely agree with those candidates it's definitely i feel like yeah yeah if more people would have stepped up there they could have had a good shot but i feel like all of us just when we were watching that joe rogan yeah where he's making fun of uh how like talking to some guy or something and he's like yeah i'm i i like bernie i'm gonna vote for bernie or no he didn't know he just said he liked bernie or something yeah yeah and he's like so you're gonna go vote for him Nah, man. Like it's like okay, <laughs> the and that, that's so many people <laughs> yeah. are in the same boat, and it's like, why not? You know, I mean, and I come from like a a Mexican family. You know that my mom, like, we just yeah, you're Mexican American, like, immigrated, yeah, yeah. And so she just became a resident, so she's never had that chance. But like, I think, I mean, unless you're in that situation where you you literally can't, you're not allowed to yet <laughs> to vote. Like, why lose that privilege? Like, yeah. When so many people are fighting to have that chance, like, why are we just passing it up? You know, just because yeah, you don't want to go or you think that your one vote's not going to count. Like, that could be the last vote to actually, you know, break the tie or whatever. Yeah. So, well, one it. one thing that I've, that has been theorized is that this is going to be the highest turnout for a election in a long, long time because usually it's about like 33%. I'm willing to bet it's closer to like 65, 70% come out and vote. Yeah. But. Um, just because it's so controversial, at least. Yeah. I mean, it sucks who the candidates are, but it's. I think it's it's causing a huge whirlwind, and so that's yeah. getting people's attention. So at least people are, you know, paying attention because it's so crazy. Yeah. So. Well, if the trend continues, we're gonna have people fucking campaigning for next election next year yeah. because God, can this you is imagine? <laughs> I can. I feel up. like that's where we're headed. You know, I was still hoping for. Um, Waka Flocka, I had heard, was trying to run. <laughs> yeah. So I don't even, I think he actually did start to and then just didn't make it very far. So I don't think he's um, old enough. Oh, maybe. No, he's got to be over. It's 35, right? Yeah. 
He's got to be over 35. We'll have to do some research, yeah, research on yeah. Waka Flocka. She has a lot of energy within him and, and confident. Um, but yeah, so I think that that's a good point. Yeah. Who's going to run next time? Now that opens up a lot of opportunities, so it could be anybody. Yeah, it's going to be pretty exciting. Well, let's close out this topic. I'm sure everybody's <laughs> sick of hearing our fucking political stances, yeah. but um just a couple more quick shout outs i wanted to shout out alex o'neill over at irrational passions congratulations on your 300th podcast nice. it's fucking awesome i listened to it it was great um and then i wanted to give another huge shout out to the dudes over the uh, av youth so that's shauna and nick casparello and steven broderick they just launched their fall line and you know, getting to meet them and kind of funny getting to meet nick and shauna and kind of funny life too and then getting to meet steven and meet up with Nick again at RTX. I really appreciate those guys' drive. Really appreciate what they're doing. Um, keep getting it. And I hope you guys, this year has been good for you guys. And I hope next year continues to do well. So just wanted to say that those guys are awesome. And they've definitely inspired me to push a lot harder because yeah. they getting it. They getting it. <laughs> I so. just want to say uh, Chrissy May. I love you. <laughs> You're awesome. Um, I'm, I'm just like gonna love her. Yeah. Uh, I just wanna, I wanna make it out to her gym. I think she's awesome. She kills the game. Yeah. She um, I literally, I mean, she hasn't had like a huge anything really like come out besides her book. Actually, she has a book on Amazon now, and it's on her uh, flexible dieting. Yeah. And I just, I love the way she writes and the way she talks. And she's just such a badass, and her friends are cool. So, um, just shout out to Chrissy May. I think she's she's really awesome. She's really a good role model for me to, uh, you know. She's take. an intellectual hottie with a naughty body. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. She's got those nice tattoos. <laughs> the I I love it. Yeah, I love it, man. She's kind of inspired me to get the um, Japanese yeah traditional. tattoo. Fuck yeah! So I think that's awesome. Get it, girl. Yeah, I told you for Christmas. Donuts I, and deadlifts. Yeah, line. Oh. Yep, so that's my inspiration. <laughs> She's just awesome in fitness and in life and in the business and everything. She yeah. does her own podcast, yeah. and I've actually been following her. Um, we got to meet her dad on this last one. He's pretty fun. I can see a lot of the the traits and the personality. And the, the mannerisms and everything. <laughs> the, yep, the funky um, characteristics. Does he have a what? hankering for donuts as well? Um. Yes, no, yes and no. Uh, it depends. It depends. <laughs> I think, uh, man, what kind of, yeah, yeah. Anything fat. Yeah. Really? Team <laughs> fat. So, right, I mean, before we go, is there any content that you're looking forward to watching this week? Any, like, podcasts or any online? Like, I don't know if there's, like, some new programs coming out that you're enjoying if any netflix series or any podcast that you're kind of looking forward to this week um what are you gonna be watching girl <laughs> well as you know i started the series black mirror yes. and so i'm only on the third i was just about to start the third episode and i've already been like we've been <laughs> i've been watching it and then i chat i catch chance like in his room with the door open like staring at the tv in the living room yeah so i just like pause and are just like hypnotized by what's <laughs> going on they're just so weird it's so entertaining and like engaging to watch so that for sure i need to finish that and um i'm just kind of waiting for like christy may's pa uh, podcast is what i like to listen to and um katie hearn hasn't released any youtube videos for a while so i'm just kind of waiting because they don't have like a set schedule so yeah. i mean they're pretty i follow them pretty consistently on like instagram and things but 
and they'll normally, you know, uh, release when they're going to throw out a podcast, but I don't have anything. I mean, always open. We have a pending podcast that we need to watch, the, the new one. Yeah, the and new I'm, one's going to be good. I'm behind two yeah. um, episodes of that, so I got to catch up on that, but I love, I love her voice. Yeah, she does have a sultry voice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's the usual podcast beyond, podcast unlocked, the Game Over Greggy show. Um, actually, Funhouse, their uh, Dungeon and Dragon series just got season two. The first episode came out Monday, so this upcoming Monday comes out. This is the second episode of the second season. Really looking forward to that. And I know that's probably as nerdy as you see me. These six people gather around a table playing make-believe on a TV screen. But <laughs> anyway, um, I guess that'll wrap it up for us tonight it's almost one o'clock <laughs> got work tomorrow got the yeah. gym so um well thanks for listening if you made it this far you can subscribe yeah. to us on youtube and stitcher and the podcast app and google play um, SoundCloud. and soundcloud actually yeah we are on soundcloud um you can find us on youtube at um digital lost boys you can find us on soundcloud stitcher and the podcast app at polygons and push-ups and you can find jennifer on where on where on the playstation network twitter and instagram right yes and they will all be at the q-r-o-z-z awesome so give her a shout out and then you can find me on instagram and twitter at dirty double c and you can find me on the playstation network at dirty double xks um yeah if you um, have access to any of our like videos or anything go on there and comment what you want us to talk about yeah definitely oh and one more quick shout out fucking <laughs> huge shout out to geo oh yeah he's been awesome yeah dude. i don't even know him and he's been really really like fucking hospitable su- <laughs> fucking supporter <laughs> number Twitter, one so, for yeah, sure that's awesome yeah yeah. Thank you, Gio. Yeah, Gio's fucking the man. Hopefully, yeah. we're, we're trying to get him out here sometime next year. I'm trying to go to Florida, so <laughs> uh, we I, I'm down to go to Florida. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. we're trying to get some content with Gio for sure, <laughs> whether it be at the next con or if he's going to come out here or we go out there. I definitely would like to get him on the channel, maybe, you know, do some Skype in calls when I can get that all figured out. But if we wanted to say thank you to him. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. With that, we will uh, bid you adieu. Good night and uh, go vote. Yeah. Have a good one. Yeah. Love you all. Bye. Peace out, suckers.